You are Locked On Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody. Welcome back into Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me, Jimmy Stein. That's him. Jimmy, how are you today? Good, good. Just got off the phone with a client who was telling me all about the COVID situation she's got in the legal case, and we talked about COVID by text for 15 minutes, and I got off the phone and I've been coughing ever since. Should I look up what it, we talk it about is COVID and then get it? It, it is evolving. This could be one of those. I think this is that South African variant. You can get it by texting. Um, I think it's, yeah, telecovid is what they're calling it. <laughs> oh, well. All right. Uh, well. All right. I guess I'm, I'm, I'm quarantining for 30 days. I just announced. You know, I think I'm in a self-imposed quarantine all the time anyway. I just don't <laughs> like to do things. So, um, for 40, 49 years. For 49 years. I'm only 48, damn it. Um, now, I was counting in the womb. I was counting in vitro. I got gotcha. Is it utero? Vitro? It's in utero, yeah. I don't know what in vitro is. In vitro, yeah. I think that's, isn't that like something that an opera singer sings? In vitro. It was a Nirvana album. <laughs> uh, okay, I tried to be a good boy this week and um, tried to do like a, lay out what we could do on the podcast each day for this week. And so for the first thing I had written down is South Carolina wrap up. Problem is we hadn't played South Carolina yet because it's four o'clock. Not, um, not when we're recording. We, uh, we tip off uh, in an hour and a half. Now I know people listen to this are like you idiots. We played them yesterday, but no, when we're recording this, it's an hour and a half short of that tip off. So our predictions will be fascinating to people because they'll really know where it is because they'll know exactly what happened while we're just simply predicting what will happen and we're going to be wrong. We could be. Um, is Herb Jones going to play is the question. Now I know that question's already been answered by the time people hear this, but I'm curious, will I he play? Yes. I believe so. Jimmy says yes. Uh, I, b- I believe so. Uh, uh, you know, one is, how do you keep Herb off the court? You know what I've noticed Herb doing lately? Because lately he's been a foul machine. And the reason he's been fouling instead of being the greatest defender in the world and now he's getting called for fouls is because he's lost a little quickness due to the back issue. I, I think he's lost. I mean, you, 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 if you lose a, a hair of quickness, now those great defensive plays are fouls. And I think that's what's happening. But I've noticed lately Herb picks up at like third foul of the half and the camera cuts to him and he's motioning at the bench telling coach i'm staying in no 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 i'm staying in he he's he called for his fourth foul and he's like no 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 he waves off he waves off the bench and i guess he can do that because it's herb and he's the captain and he's sort of like well let, let herb do what he wants but man he does it every time he, it's 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 not like he ever once said okay i need to come out he's also no no no. i got this i got this staying in i wonder he if he's trying to foul out so there's no chance he can go back in the game <laughs> <laughs> he's fouling out because his back hurts God, my back's killing me. I gotta get my, like, I they're like her be careful you got three fouls oh shit i only have three i thought i had four i gotta i gotta hurry up and foul twice um that's exactly right he's like my back needs a break i need to hack five guys and get to the bench <laughs> i'm gonna say this though i'm i again it feels like after my buccaneers prediction that i'm only 
that I'm only on a roll. Yeah, only bragging on myself here, but I, I miss a lot more than I make. But, um, you know, I did say last week, I said, if we beat LSU, let's sit Herb Jones. Let's sit him for a you week. Did. And it, it, in hindsight, I think that was the play. I mean, I, look, Herb's always Herb's a favorite, but, I mean, he needed a rest. And in hindsight, assuming Alabama still gets down and makes a monster comeback in that game, um, then it's not Herb taking that last shot with twice with a bad back. It's somebody else. And and I think we have a better shot. Again, I love Herb Jones. I don't want to not be with Herb Jones, but I think what's better for the team long-term is that Herb Jones gets the rest. And so I'm fine if he sits out. The problem is um, we cannot lose this game. Yep. Yeah, uh, I think even though it's a road game, uh, it's it isn't this, this is the most winnable road game left of the seven games left on the schedule. This is the most winnable road game. So you really need to win it, uh, or or we're basically not going to win on the road the rest of the season. So, yeah, I'm with you. I, I, I you know I think must win is a stretch considering the lead we have, but I think it's a must win in this sense, Luke. Not only have we lost two of the last three games we played, we haven't played well in like six games. I mean, I would say that for five or six games long, we've basically not played our best basketball of the year, and we need to turn that around. So. I think it's sort of a must win in that sense is that, you know, the season just isn't going to go like we want unless we start playing better. And, uh, and, and that needs to happen pretty much immediately. I mean, you know, mathematically tonight is not a must win. I think, I think in terms of momentum, it's a must win because we got to turn this love boat around. I mean, we're, uh, we're farting up wind here. Yeah. I'm- Gee, turn this love boat around. What the hell is that? Yeah, what does that mean? I don't know. I don't know. I think I mixed up two things. There's a I need to turn this love boat around, and then the farting up wind thing. I think I, I think I mashed together two sayings that don't really jive. Well, I did but, it last week with saying I was the coolest turd in the punch bowl. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I still don't. Um, I don't know what that means. I wondered. I was like, you know. That anyway. Um, well, if there's two, one of them's cooler than the other, I guess. <laughs> well, I mean, who's not throw, Who's not cleaning out this punch bowl? I mean, come on. Um, so the reason I don't go to parties is because people throw those things around. Like there literally could be turds in the punch bowl, so I'm not going. Uh, let me tell everybody about Built Bar. Built Bar is the bar you need. And Jimmy, they sent us these new flavors: coconut brownie chunk. And I'm going to tell you folks right now, it's better than a filet. It's unbelievable. I've had two of them today. They're so freaking good. Oh my God, they're good. I mean, I can't I mean, I can't believe people hadn't done more of coconut brownie chunk stuff built bar came out with. I mean, this is unbelievable. And it's good for you. It'll help you maintain or lose weight. And it's still covered in chocolate. It's good for a keto diet. Um it, it's it's one of their new flavors. So they had 18. So now they got 19 and I think they're coming out with another one. I mean, built bar is doing big things. Here's the thing. I saw built bar and I know some people don't like this station. That's fine. It just happened to be on in the restaurant I was in on Fox news, a built bar commercial on Fox news. I'm sure they got it on CNN and MSNBC too, folks, but I saw it on a national uh, newscast and I was like, Holy cow. They they're big time built bar. Go check them out. 
B-U-I-L-T-B-A-R.com. Use the promo code Locked On. Go do yourself a favor and order this new flavor. It's unreal. I'm telling you, I'm not screwing around. I literally had two of them today. BuiltBar.com. Also, want to tell everybody about BetOnline.ag. Uh, if you bet on Alabama minus seven at the bet at BetOnline.ag last night, you either won or lost. But the good news is, you bet. That's what's positive. You bet, and you feel better. So go to BetOnline.ag, and if you won, double up. If you lost, bet on something else and catch up. It's very easy math, folks. This is foolproof. Go to betonline.ag. Use the promo code locked on. When you get that first deposit, you'll get a 50% welcome bonus. So you put in 100, you get 150. You put in 200, you get 300. You put in 500, you get 750. On down the line, y'all know how to do this. Get a calculator. You got an iPhone. But go to betonline.ag. Use the promo code locked on. Thank me later when you're rolling in cash. And you just don't know what to do with yourself from all that money you made at betonline.ag. Easy to pay in, even easier to get paid at betonline.ag. Okay, Jimmy, um, let's let's talk about the SEC basketball in general. Again, this is tr- a tricky subject for us because uh, somebody played tonight, and I know I'm using a combination of past and future tenses here, but. Uh, if Alabama did win this game, and let's assume they did, they are a seven-point favorite. I feel like Alabama should win. Then we got Georgia coming up this weekend, and and A uh, and M, and then Vandy. Look, man, we 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 knocked those out. This thing's over. So let's take care of business. Beat the teams you're supposed to beat, and and if Alabama, you know, Alabama's seven-point favorite, uh, the Ben Line AG people tell us such things. Uh, hopefully Alabama did win last night as a seven-point favorite. If they didn't, again, the momentum is really worrying. Yes, the math is there. You still can win the SEC, but uh, but but tonight at South Carolina, to me, it's more about momentum. There's some very winnable games in front of us, games in which Alabama will be a solid favorite in uh, in, in pretty much the next the next three or four. Then it gets a little tougher. I think we play at Arkansas later, which is going to be tough. They're one of the three or four best teams in the league, in my opinion. And they'll want some revenge after what we did to them early in the season during our streak when we were playing unbelievably well. So, uh, so we'll see. But I, I'm, I'm uh, very optimistic about the team and the program going forward, especially if we can get Herbs back, back on track, and uh, Jordan Bruner, who we really missed. I knew we would miss Bruner uh, in retrospect. If you would have told me, Luke, that – Alabama lost Jordan Bruner to injury for four weeks, and during that four weeks played its worst basketball of the year. It would make total sense to me. Like, well, I guess we should have seen that coming. Yeah, no, I'm right there with you. And we do need him back, and I think Nate Oates said probably about two weeks uh, last Saturday. So maybe he can come right after the uh, the Vandy game, which would put him in line with the Arkansas game, which, I, you know, look, I just want to get him back in time to get him in shape. Here's what uh, is concerning across basketball world. A lot of teams, Michigan, for example, uh, North Carolina called off a game last night. Well, and their game wasn't necessarily because of COVID testing. It was because they had some players go out and party and get caught maskless at a party, and so they, people weren't taking a chance. But you, I see these teams that have taken breaks f- with COVID issues, and when they, and they come back and they're just not good. Uh, Clemson, for example. Now, Clemson has started to pick it back up a little bit, but it takes a while to get back in your groove. Um, I know A&M has postponed a few games, and so that may be a good thing for Alabama when they play A&M next Wednesday 
uh, because A and M, you know, maybe be getting their sea legs back up under them. Um, and it, and that can be a helpful thing. But my point is about Bruner, you know, he's missed a lot of games, so it may take him a little while to get back in the swing of this thing. No, that's exactly right. And uh, it's uh, basketball, just like anything else, a game of chemistry. Uh, you know, just, just look at, you know, uh, when, whenever, even in the NBA, I mean, you know, you, you lose a couple of starters for a week, and it, it just takes a while for everybody to learn to play with each other. And, and I think that's what happened with this basketball team, frankly, in terms of, if you want to call it the bad start in November and December, so many brand-new guys uh, that had never played in real games with each other before, and I, I think that explains our slow start. Although, that said, Luke, speaking of the slow start, I looked it up the other day, and this was fun. I think, you know, it used to be the RPI, but now there's really no RPI that the committee considers anymore. They really look at a different metric. And I did some studying on it, and it ends up that the best way to explain, no one knows the exact formula of that metric, by the way. There's a metric they use that's not for public consumption. We just have guesses as to what the metric is and what it looks like. But per the experts at ESPN, the worldwide leader, per them, the metric most resembles ESPN's metric called SOR, strength of record. And they think that this formula that the committee's using sort of tracks ESPN's strength of record, which makes perfect sense. Uh, So I looked at the strength of record rankings. In other words, like, okay, so maybe the committee – is considering the teams are ranked like this, and Alabama was eighth or ninth, and and that makes perfect sense. That makes Alabama a two seed, maybe a three, but a two seed as of when I looked at it a couple of days ago. But, Luke, the reason I looked at it is what I got curious is, you know, of Alabama's five losses, really none of them have been that bad. What is our worst loss? So that's why I looked at strength of record. And I looked at what's Alabama's worst loss, and the answer is the lowest-ranked team on strength of record that Alabama lost to is Stanford. Yeah. And Stanford on strength of record, Luke, is 47. They're a top 50 team. And, and you're like, well, top 50? That's a, but top 50 is a big deal in college basketball. There's 350 yeah. college basketball teams, so top 50 is pretty good. That means you're better – you know, then six out of every seven teams. So Stanford at 47 is Alabama's worst loss. That's, per, that's really impressive once you get this late in the year. Here's another interesting factoid about what I found on strength of record, Luke. Our best loss, if you want to call it, like, like what's the best team Alabama lost to? The answer is Missouri. Missouri's strength of record is better than Alabama's. They're like fifth. Yeah, they're good, So. Man. That's a tough – so, uh, you know, there's a lot to glean from, from that information. But one, one, one thing I look to, Luke, is, uh, damn, we need to win some games because I don't know how many Missouri's going to lose. We, we better start winning if we want that SEC trophy uh, seven games from now. No, I, that's what I've been saying all along. I mean, that, that Missouri game, I don't want it to haunt us. Um, but it's it's one of those things I look at their schedule. In fact, let's, let me take a break, and I'll talk about their schedule here in a minute as I see what live read I'm supposed to do. And I do you know what? I did both my, my live reads. What the hell is wrong with you? All right, let's look just take a break. Doing... Huh? Yeah, yeah. I I look at you just ahead of the game. You're like the, you're like the Herb Jones of podcasters. 
<laughs> yeah, my back does hurt. All right, we'll be back in a minute. All right, let's do look at Missouri's schedule really quickly um, because they are the threat. I mean, uh, Missouri's at Ole Miss. Uh, that game is tomorrow. They could Go lose that Ole easily. Miss Black Bear Rebel Men. They could lose that easily. That's tough. I'd say Ole Miss in Oxford is a tough game, period. Then Arkansas at Missouri. They could lose that game. Arkansas, Arkansas can beat anybody in this league. They're good. At Georgia. Losable. Georgia playing well. Jesus. You just said Missouri may not lose another game. I didn't, well, they may not lose another game, but you're looking at their schedule. Hell, for all I knew, they were playing Vanderbilt seven more times. <laughs> I mean, That's what I thought the schedule was going to be. Vandy at home, Vandy at home, at Vandy, Vandy at home, at Vandy, Vandy at home, at Vandy, Vandy at home. That's you're what like, I thought it might be. You're like, Missouri may not lose another game. And and what do you wait it? What do you mean they're not playing the seventh grade Kentucky Fried Chicken All Stars every week? I was um, under the impression that they were in the non-conference portion of their schedule. But now, having said all that, I see your point because here's the things: the two most likely games they lose. The, let me just run down their schedule. They're at Mississippi, Arkansas at Missouri, at Georgia, at South Kakalaki, Mississippi back to Missouri. A&M to Missouri, and then at Florida. The most likely, beyond a shadow of a doubt, is at Florida the last game of the at year. Florida. And here's the problem, Jimmy. Here's the problem. If Alabama and Missouri are somehow neck and neck, we play Auburn last game of the year. And I've already said, I said it on the crossover episode with Zach Blackerby on Locked on Auburn, that's Auburn Super Bowl. They don't get to play in the Southeastern Conference Tournament nor any other tournament. So that's their Super Bowl. So I don't want it to come down to that. No, that would be uh, – no, I mean, I, I agree. Uh, having a lot riding on that Auburn game is going to be stressful as hell because I agree that Auburn is going to play in it like it's their Super Bowl. Sharif Cooper is the most talented, most gifted player in this league. He could simply have one of those games where he goes off and there's like nothing you can do about it. Uh, yeah, I, I think of a lot as riding on that Auburn game – I'm going to be as nervous as a long-tailed cat in church. <laughs> That's as a long-tailed cat in a punch bowl full of turds. <laughs> okay, that time I purposefully yeah. took two well-known sayings just because it's our thing now. Yeah, but so I, I like how first you, time I did it on purpose. Well, I know because I like how you paused to make sure you were screwing it up on purpose, yeah, so I that did. you didn't screw it up accidentally. <laughs> That's exactly what I did. I planned it. I planned it during the speech. I planned it, and then I'm like, "Oh, if I if I say it too fast, I'll screw it up." Because I've never said a long-tailed cat in church before. That's that's nothing I've ever said before. So I had to get it right. And right I, well, I had to get it wrong. I had to get it wrong. I guess is what I had. To, I had to make sure I got it wrong. Jimmy, um, our uh, our intern who has not made an appearance yet. We have not figured out how to use an intern yet. Um, this is kind of like. Somebody giving me a yacht, but no trailer or directions to the beach or anything. I'm like, what am I supposed to do? I don't know what I can do here. Um, directions to the beach. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I got a yacht in my yard. What do you want me to do with it? I mean, um, it's just funny to me because I live near the beach, and even though I basically, basically there's basically there's one direction to the beach is uh, south. South. How do you get there? Go south. You'll, um, if you go south, I promise you'll hit beach. You'll hit water eventually. 
Um, yes. Now, so happen. our intern has graciously offered to help us, and we want him to help us. We want him to be a part of this. We need to figure out when he can be a part of this. Um, I said one thing that I sent him an email saying maybe what he can do is I, I want him to put some sound bites in here or put some some funny noises. Like if, if uh, you know, you say the name Sarah Jean Underwood, I want him to have a sound effect of boy or something like that. <laughs> I mean, I want it to be so, you know, or if we talk about an Alabama field goal, I want the noise of hitting a, a goal. <laughs> Which is also, boy, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> it's, also, it's more of a doink, but yeah, I get what you're saying. Um, so yeah, we, we, uh, we, we're trying to work our intern in here. We will do it eventually. Um, he also loves built bars and betonline.ag. His name is Wyatt yes. Fulton. Go give him a follow. Uh, I'm not sure what his Twitter handle is, uh, so that doesn't help you much, but if you just Twitter, Google, Wyatt Fulton. I don't think that's what you do, but uh, then maybe you'll find him, and you can maybe you can have him help us because we need help. Obviously, intern Wyatt. Intern Wyatt, Wyatt the intern. Intern Wyatt or Wyatt the intern? What we go with? I think we go with Wyatt, Wyatt the intern. intern. Yeah, yeah, that's much. Wyatt cooler. the intern. <laughs> um, all right, buddy. Well, we will cut this one short because we got to go get ready to watch a game that y'all already know about. <laughs> yeah, boy, are we did it. Everybody, everybody's everybody's feeling pretty smart about right now. They know um, nothing. They know nothing as usual. They can't even get their sayings right. All right. To prove we did not watch this game beforehand, why don't you predict the score really quickly as we're going out? Alabama wins 78-64. And uh, wow. we see the old Alabama back. I, I think we knocked down some shots tonight. All right. I'm going to do – Alabama 86, South Carolina 69. How about that? Oh, you got us just knocking them down from, from three land. We got to get hot again. Petty is who got me. Petty, John, JP, make some shots, man. Get your groove back. shots. I know, I know you got it in you. All right, buddy. Roll how Tide. Petty, how Petty got his groove back. <laughs> roll Tide. Roll Tide.